Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Distinguished speaker and moderator, distinguished ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. To all of you joining in person in Jakarta and also online. First of all, I would like to express my gratitude to the Red Money and partners for hosting this event and for the opportunity to share our perspective on the topic of Indonesian Islamic financial services, the halal economy and social finance. Currently, after two years combating the pandemic, countries around the world are starting to recover their economy. Some countries have reached their pre-pandemic economic level, but others are still struggling. Amidst the recovery pace, we still have to face more challenges and uncertainties. The global economic growth is slowing down. The growth is expected to slow from 6.1% in 2021 to 3.2% this year and 2.9% next year, which is an 0.4% and 0.7% downgrade from the latest IMF forecast. Moreover, China's economy has been slowing down as its growth experiences lag from Asia-Pacific countries for the first time in decades. Indeed, it will impact Indonesia's economy since China is Indonesia's biggest trading partner. On the other hand, inflation has been increasing across territories, especially in developing in developed countries. Indonesia government continued to strive in maintaining inflationary pressure at a safe level. This effort is carried out by improving coordination with all stakeholders so that all components that make up inflation can be maintained and monitored. Until August, 2022, Indonesia inflation is still at 4.69%. The high inflation regime prompt the central bank to raise its benchmark interest rate. <clears throat> this result is higher borrowing cost and more volatile exchange rate against the USD. Responding to this pressure, our monetary authority has raised the interest rate 50 basis point to 4.25%. This condition will be also challenging for all sectors. The food insecurity and energy crisis are increasing due to the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine. Indonesia, like other countries, is also affected by the price increase, especially in oil and also other commodities. 
Indonesia as a producer of various commodities benefit from rising price but on the other hand Indonesia also had to bear the burden of energy subsidies this need to be addressed and mitigated carefully in order to maintain the viability of the Indonesia economy green recovery threatened by Ukraine Russia war Russia supplies about 40% of natural gas to the European Union overall, but many countries receive a much higher proportion. While the war has simultaneously turbocharged by the EU race to renewables, fossil fuel still provide the quickest fix. France Italy, Australia, Austria, Netherlands follow Germany to reactivate old coal power plant. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, in 2021, halal industry account for more than 2 trillion US dollar consumer spending of 1.9 billion Muslims across real sector, such as food and beverage, pharmaceutical, cosmetic, fashion, travel, media, and recreation. Moreover, the value of Islamic finance assets are estimated to reach about $3.6 trillion in 2021. These figures show that the Islamic economy is still growing amidst the pressure of the pandemic. The potential for Islamic economic development will continue in the future despite having to face various challenges. Indonesia is blessed for having the biggest halal industry market in the world. Its halal sector even excels the Islamic finance ones. This is a good starting point to be amongst the biggest player or producer in the global halal industry. Indonesia has three areas of opportunity within export growth, import substitution, and also foreign direct investment growth. We must focus on optimizing these three areas to make Indonesia an important player in the halal economy, not only as a market. Indonesia's presence in the global halal industry is expected to be even more significant in the future. The CAGR forecasts that all halal industry sectors are above the global average expect for pharmaceutical. Indonesia is also a home of innovative Islamic financial instrument, including green sukuk retail, incorporating sustainable finance and Islamic finance. And KAS or KAS Wakaf Ling Sukuk or CWLS, integrating Islamic commercial finance and Islamic social finance. The synergy 
and collaboration portrayed in Green Sukuk Retail and CWLS is a clear example that the Islamic commercial finance and Islamic social finance must be integrated to support the development of halal economy. This year, government has also constituted the intergovernmental financial relation law which allow the local government to issue sukuk, which is expected to provide alternative financing for them. On the other hand, this is also expected to be one of the innovation and option for the community in Sharia-based investing. Global uncertainty, as mentioned earlier, may differ the growth of Islamic economy, both globally and at national level. But I believe that the Islamic economy will still have bright prospect and potential in the long term. However, Indonesia, in the midst of its extraordinary potential, still have various fundamental problems in developing the Islamic economy. Other challenges may also come from the low literacy, disparity of literacy across region, product complexity, and also technology. As an illustration, Indonesia Islamic financial literacy rate is still at 20.1%, meaning that only 20 people out of 100 Indonesian have a good understanding of the Sharia economy. This shows that introducing and developing the Islamic economy in Indonesia is having a challenge. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, as we are all aware, the global economy currently and Indonesia Islamic economic condition and its potential, we need to have some real action to unlock and solve the challenges. We need more innovation that is not only done to come up with Sharia compliant product, but also the one that can address fundamental socio-economy challenges, such as inequality, exclusion, climate changes, etc., or Makasi Sharia base. Moreover, without appropriate narration and framing, good product offered by Islamic economic institution may not be appealing to the potential consumer. This is why good framing is important. While the Sharia feature of the product is important, many are looking for more problem-solving product. Last but not least, I believe that synergy amongst all stakeholders in the ecosystem of Indonesia Islamic economy is arguably one of the most fundamental enablers of the development of Islamic economy and halal industry in Indonesia. Synergy is a word that is easy to say, but full of challenges to actualize. Indonesia 
also have a large halal economy ecosystem. This means that all parties, both government as regulator and the community, the higher education, scholar, and also industry player in the halal economy must be willing and able to work together in developing the Islamic economy is one of the most important part of the Indonesia national economy. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to convey that the current state of the world is not an easy thing to overcome. However, I believe that we are, we all have the same dream to create a prosperous world, one of which is through the development of the Saria economy. I hope that today's activities will be able to generate lively discussion and also produce various thoughts that can be answered to various problems faced by the society and the Islamic economy as a whole. Thank you very much for your kind attention and will now hand back to the organizer. Thank you. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on the Islamic finance industry, log on to www.islamicfinancenews.com. You can also listen to IFN Podcast on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.